So our box trucks don't have any rivets in it. Yeah. So it just keeps it looking clean. It keeps the graphics healthier. I would say if that's a word for graphics, but they look right. better without the rust and whatnot. So. Yeah. But still it's not advertising you still it's advertising Correct. the client. No. So we, it's kind of crazy. Like it's like, I've done magazine ads. I've done email blast. I've done SEO and it's always been different. And, you know, I, I started doing the retargeting, which I call creepy marketing. And, that's, <laughs> and I think that's still on my spreadsheet. I didn't know what it was called. I was like, you know, the right. creepy where we're creeping around and calling <laughs> people online. So, yeah. <laughs> so I've definitely done every aspect of marketing that I can think of. I love it. I think if you don't have your name out there, I work with my customers, even doing webinars and trying to teach them how to market their trucks. All branding is personal. And it's not about who you say you are. It's about who you are and how you say it. I'm Hirsch Repu, copywriter, comedian, and brand voice expert. I've helped hundreds of companies fine tune their messaging. And now I'm sitting down with some of the most ambitious and imaginative founders around who share their seven-figure stories and their next-figure goals. Let's hit the Brand Voice Runway. Joining me today on Brand Voice Runway is CJ Strat. CJ is the CEO of On The Move Trucking, a company that's been in business for three decades. And so she is carrying the mantle now of a family business, which is really interesting, I think, from the point of view of brand. And we will get into brand legacy and brand voice today. CJ, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm excited my pleasure. And likewise, let's start with that, that this is a 30-year-old business. That alone is impressive, is a, quite an accomplishment. But for you to kind of take that on and make that your your business and career, what was that like? And when did you get involved in the family business? I've been involved since 2008. Mm -hmm. So I've been here for a long time. It's been interesting. We're actually our family company is actually the fourth largest rental truck fleet in the United States, but no one knows of us because we actually brand our customers. And I think that's what's made us so successful is our real estate customers, our self-storage customers, they use our truck as a marketing tool and brand themselves on it and use it in community events. And really they use that to brand themselves for sure with their picture and they use it for They'll loan it out to their clients. And so then right. their clients are driving around and advertising them as well. So branding has always been very important to us in that aspect, but we always put our customer first and not our own brand. So, yeah. And, you know, there really isn't uh, a way around that per se. Mm -hmm. That's the largely the service you're providing mm -hmm. is for them to really get known. And so with that taken into consideration, what do you think are some of the keys to the success of On The Move over the decades? Well, I think, you know, just like any other company, if you listen to your customers and adapt to their needs and try to stay up with technology and just keep improving your brand, improving your trucks. Well, for us, it's improving our trucks. Um, <laughs> I know, we've actually like taken things into consideration from customers and we've actually designed different elements of our truck to better their experience. For example, our ramps were being stolen out in like the New Jersey area. Oh, so our wow, door, yeah. actually, we have exclusivity to close the door over the ramp. Just like things like that, I think, make a huge difference. It saves us definitely on insurance cost and keeps our customers happy, not worrying about where the heck the ramp went. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of the customers, you, you one of the titles, we had uh, bandied about a few titles that we had asked you for, for what our episode could be called. And one of them was Success Beyond Technology. Um, 
how CJ Strat prioritizes human connections in marketing. And I think that's interesting too, because if you're dealing with a brand situation where you know, putting yourself on the side of a truck isn't really, you know, an option most of the time. Right. So how do you go about marketing and what has possibly changed over the last maybe seven or eight years? Well, it's so funny because we've always been, you know, the, it's always been more, the better, the more it stands out, the crazier, the graphics, the, the, the more bold colors you use is better for the graphics, but it's like, we've changed right. now where it's like, keep it simple. You know, you just still want your name. You don't need to put every attribute of your business on there. You you want to get them to call you. And so to change that even on a truck has been different because I know my ads, I would try to explain what I do in a magazine ad. And it would take me a whole page at least to explain all the businesses that we do and, right. um, you know, our target markets and that kind of thing. But we've definitely, I've just seen it like swift change that way. Like, I think that was a big thing with like probably Apple, you know, kept it simple. And I think yeah. a lot of us have followed, but I think, I mean, I, I can't just throw a truck on people know who I am, unfortunately, but right. But definitely like just looking at our show truck, I was like, I was looking at it from afar at a trade show I just did. And I could see it like outside the window in the parking lot. I was like, I can't read anything on my truck, you know? And I was like, so that's not going to be successful for my customers and their customers aren't going to be able to read their truck. So just taking that kind of stuff and realizing that taste change, marketing changes. I know I started marketing before Facebook, you know, and, and that yeah. kind of thing and how that's definitely changed our world and before podcasts, right? <laughs> so, right, right. Well, podcasts are a great, a great way to get more than a sentence out, you know, right. It's more than what you would see on a truck. If you did advertise on trucks, it would be, okay, well, we can go a little bit deeper here. They're niche down. So the people mm -hmm. who listen are interested in some aspect of it. They may not be interested in the trucking business per se, but they're certainly interested in how people grow their businesses and and keep Absolutely. up with the with the marketing. You had also mentioned organic marketing. Talk a little bit about that and your experience with that. Well, just organic marketing. I mean, we've just been. It's definitely all word of mouth. Our branding. I I feel. I just did a phone call where it was a referral, you know, yesterday with a customer that called in and was like, I and wanted to talk to me because they've, they, that's who they were sent to. Cause I've built relationships with people in the industry and have done well for their clients. And as long as I keep our promise to do what we're saying we're going to do, then that's all I want to be branded as is that a, a positive company customer experience is great and it's innovative. So now, how does it compare to, let's say, when the company was founded? Who founded the company at first? Yeah, my, my grandfather found it because he was looking for a new branding way. He had built storage facilities. And he was like, I, he never understood why people at the storage facilities would have U-Haul or Ryder, which is advertising U-Haul and Ryder, not right. his business. And so he came up with the idea. He's like, I better get my own truck and wrap it. And then it was like, and it was still fairly new in the storage industry world. Like, I mean, the storage has only been around since the seventies, which is kind of crazy to me, yeah. but you go by older homes. It only has one garage. So I guess we just have collected more stuff over the years. Yeah. Right. So, right. Like, how did they do it with only one car garage compared to now is like, I have to have four if I even want to put my Christmas tree up or whatever, <laughs> store my Christmas stuff. So, and now where are you based? We're based in San Antonio, but we are nationwide and in Canada. Yeah, because you don't get to be the fourth largest fleet mm -hmm. if you're just in one if you're just in one place. Well, we do um, have a lot of storage facilities and real estate agents in Texas, so maybe right. if I had every single one, we would be okay. But no, we we definitely have more growth in mind. 
Yeah. So talk about that a little bit. How do you to describe your client a little bit? Describe okay. your avatar. Yeah. Well, you. our customer is a storage owner or real estate owner just looking to be in the industry. It's pretty much an industry standard for self-storage. You have to have a truck and yeah. it might as well be one that you're making money off that's advertising you. It's just our theory. And so then our customers, they actually loan it out. They'll say, rent with me, use this truck for free as a storage facility. So it's a great marketing tool for them to use. And the same thing with real estate, they'll say, buy or sell with me, use this truck for free. So they'll buy the truck from me. I provide an insurance program for them to be able to rent it out to their customers or loan it out. And then we custom wrap it for them. And then we provide the technology for them to be able to rent it out as well. Right. And now have you ever considered working in any other business? How did you come to become as involved as you are? Well, we definitely started in the storage industry and that's like where we thought our bread and butter was, but the real estate, a realtor or a real estate agent actually called us and asked if they could do a truck. And then that turned out to be an excellent market for us as well. So it was definitely real estate agents wanting to brand themselves in their community and thinking outside the box. And, you know, instead of just giving some flowers and a bottle of champagne for a closing gift, they're like, Hey, you can use my truck one to move yourself if you want to, or two, just to go get groceries and load it up and if it, you don't know, have a normal car and if you don't want to dirty your car up when you're going to the nursery, you know, for plants or whatnot, you, it's, a, it's just a great tool. You don't realize how much you need a truck until you're moving. Yeah. What kinds of trucks are you, or do you have like a whole array of sizes, a whole, you know, are they all one make for, for you know, for most of the time, the life well, of them? Well, we really, branding was very big to us. And so we definitely wanted to have a, a great looking truck that had great looking graphics and not rust or anything and look, right. you know, look clean. So we actually found this company that does one piece fiberglass shells. So our box trucks don't have any rivets in it. Oh, so, wow. so it just keeps it looking clean. It keeps the graphics healthier. I would say if that's a word for graphics, but they look right. better without the rust and whatnot. So. Yeah. But still it's not advertising you. Still, it's advertising Correct. the client. No. So we, it's kind of crazy. Like, it's like I've done magazine ads, I've done email blast, I've done SEO, and, and it's always been different. And, you know, I, I started doing the retargeting, which I call creepy marketing. And, that's, <laughs> and I think that's still on my spreadsheet. I didn't know what it was called. I was like, you know, the right. creepy where we're creeping around and telling <laughs> people online. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, we've definitely, I've, definitely done every aspect of marketing that I can think of. I love it. I think if you don't have your name out there, I work with my customers, even doing webinars and trying to teach them how to market their trucks. I had a customer that just called and told me that they want to rent their truck out more. I'm like, well, where do you have it parked? Well, they have it inside their business. Like, so no one can see it from the street or anything like that. And I'm like, well, that's not very good. You know? And I was like, so I made them, I personally made them a sign off Canva, you know, and shipped it to them that said, not renting trucks to hang up. Like just, you, right. you got to tell people what you do. <laughs> yeah. Or you could try a little reverse psychology and you could say, we're so busy. We don't have a truck. And you have like a little mini Cooper or something driving around. <laughs> and it says, you know, it says on the move, you know, we're too busy. We can't give ourselves one of our own trucks because they're, yeah, uh, that's awesome. You know, but that stuff always appeals to me, not just because of humor, but also because you're taking something that's, you know, that is, you can't just say, oh, we're so busy. We're so great. We're the fourth largest. Right. So, right. you know, so it does bring to mind, well, how do we differentiate 
from other companies. What do you do in that? What are the things that you try to hit in differentiating your brand? Well, I, I mean, really teaching each other how to use it and really being there for our customers. And I mean, I've been in the shoes as a manager. I manage a storage facility. I, I knew what it was like to run a truck out with a manual form. And so I created a software to be able to run it out. And so just keeping up with your customers and being the consultant. I mean, I know that's the cheesy word that we use, but really like a, if we want them to be successful, we got to show them how, right? And we've seen it across the country, what people are doing. So we actually do a quarterly magazine, even about 32 page magazine that we send out to our customers about our other customers. <laughs> yeah. And what happened during the pandemic? Was there some change? That is what has been the most bizarre thing ever for us is, I mean, every, you know, you never know until you go through something like this, but our customers were thriving. Our self-storage customers were, had the most, their occupant, their, their storage facilities were full. They um, had a waiting list and they could, they upped their rates by like 15%, which I thought was a little crazy, but um, people weren't moving, people were not moving out of the storage facility. They didn't want to, they don't, they had fear, fear to see other people, even at a storage facility. So people were staying longer. They were charging more and we couldn't keep up with demand. Yeah. And, and people were staying put. I mean, they, they just were, yeah. they were in a kind of a wait and see mode. One of the great things about storage is that it doesn't, you don't have to do anything, right, to maintain a storage facility. We've all had storage facilities and done moves and then left some stuff in one place. And then, you know, you just keep it there. Cause like you say, you know, you just, you won't have room for your Christmas tree if you keep everything at home, but right. you know, so that makes sense. Let me ask you this. This is a hypothetical situation. Let's say <laughs> that you were going to pursue something in addition to, or instead of the business that you are involved in, has there been anything out there that you were like, hmm, that's intriguing. I wonder what that might be like. Well, my personal dream is always to own a hotel. I always ah, want to okay. own like a boutique hotel and just have it be really cool, like with the convention center and all the different networking areas, like, you know, kind of like a Gaylord. I always, right. That's, I always vision myself making one of those one day, but then I also learned that was 365 days a year, no breaks, (laughs) your hotels open 24 (laughs) seven. And so, yeah, I mean, hospitality is not, it's not for the faint of heart. And Um, I I feel like some, somebody was watching over me because I, you know, with the pandemic, that was the best. I mean, you saw those hotels, I mean, right. Closing their doors. They didn't have well, the staffing. And all you need to do is watch White Lotus, that show White Lotus. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Yes, that I did. Is, it's very fun and fantastical and dark and, and funny, but it was great. But it's like the people are under so much stress in the right? hospitality industry. I've worked with a lot of hotels and I did it. One thing that I really enjoyed was because I do stand up comedy also. And okay. we put together, this was right before the pandemic. So it, it really didn't happened the way it was supposed to, but we had put together a branded tour, you know, with hotels. The idea would be that the comedians are going to hotels to, you know, they're going to, they're on the road. So they're renting a car, they're doing, they're doing the staying in the hotel, they're putting on shows in the hotel. Right. And then, then when the pandemic hit, you couldn't do it. And we tried doing outdoor stand-up shows which did catch on where people would beep the horn instead of, <laughs> it was so strange. It was just the strangest okay. thing I've ever, but it, I, was, it came to mind. 
It was very bizarre. And it's so funny because that's like, you know, I, I did see that you were a comedian, but I also, that was, I mean, that's like one of my hobbies is to go to comedy shows. My husband and I, we just went to a show for our fifth anniversary. It's like, our, it's just our date night. It's yeah. To- who did you see? Do you, do you recall who, what comedian? Brian Williams? Brian Regan, maybe? Or Brian? No, uh, Williams. He's a, little, he's a little guy. <laughs> oh, I don't. Oh, oh. Yeah. Or is it Brent? Uh, something it's like Brad. that. Brad Williams. Brad. I'm yeah, so I know Brad. Yeah, yeah, Brad. Yeah, yeah. Brad is a phenomenal comic. Yeah, yeah. so that Ryan was a- Williams is a newcaster. Oh, that's oops. where you, if you go to, who has been quite funny on occasion. He used to be on, but that's why I, at first I was like, no, but See, there's another comedian, and that's yeah, what I did with my husband. I was telling everybody we were going to Kevin James, uh-huh. and I was thinking it was Kevin Hart, and I was like totally off. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I, I you know, I'm just different. Bad. I'm really bad with names. I just go where I'm told and laugh. Yeah, and laugh. Yeah, there's another, there's a comedian named Brian Regan, who's very funny. Jim Gaffigan. And a lot of guys, a lot of men and women that are out there making people laugh and in a lot of ways help us get through some of those crazy times, you know. Well, it was was pretty funny though, because they're coming, these big names are coming to our small, San Antonio skipped a lot. We're skipped over for a lot of tours, for music, for for comedies, oh. everything, because we're just, I don't know why they just don't like us or whatever. So we had a lot of comedians coming to San Antonio and they come to this, like our little hole in the wall. It's really, I mean, it's pretty nice, but it's, yeah. our, you know, our, it's a small little theater for, and then there was like, there were these beads behind for the background. And everyone was just like, what is this? And like hitting see, the beads. See now CJ, you could do a, you could do a campaign for, <laughs> for your, for on the move. But it's a, a truckload of comedians, oh, and you cool. have your trucks that are bringing comedians into San Antonio to revive oh, wow. the comedy scene. See, and then it it for once you get to be the brand because you're on the truck. It's actually your truck, and it's on the it has the on the move and whatever. But you actually are bringing some of your favorite comedians to town. Oh no, that's awesome! That is a great idea because it's definitely. We're actually working on our show truck right now to design it for, to take to all the different shows for next year. Oh, okay. Right now it's, the guys are a little annoyed with me because I'm like, everyone's doing Barbie. Let's jump on the Barbie train. And so we're going to like a real estate show. So we're doing, we're not going to, we obviously can't use Barbie, but we can use pink. And so we're doing, you know, dream house. Like a dream house. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. So it's pretty, pretty fun to do the graphics for that. Well, that's good too. That's good too. But all right. (laughs) Well, that's But personally, I want the comedians to come. Yeah, that's another, (laughs) we'll see. We'll have that. That'll be another conversation. We'll have that conversation figured out (laughs) how to bring the comedians. In the meantime, so what other things are going on right now that, that you're excited about? Well, I've been working for the last year on a software program for our customers to make it easier for them to rent trucks out. They actually just send the link to their customer. The customer fills out all the information, takes a picture of their driver's license, does it everything remote, you know, basically. So they, and it just helps the, the storage owner. It has like the Calendly look link. So they don't have to be like, yeah. okay, what day is the truck available? And they can actually see it. And the customer can be like, okay, I'm available this date. And it kind of takes out the middleman. It takes out the middleman. And so I'm really excited to launch that in the next couple of months. And we actually designed it though to white label it. So our customers can the um send the link out with their own brand and their truck and upload a picture of their own truck right again always looking out for the customer Mm -hmm. you know but it seems to be working you're getting more customers you're growing and you're innovating and you're having fun 
And, right. you know, and you've, it, it, interestingly, you've, you've seemed to have found a really great niche for yourself within the family business, which is phenomenal. Absolutely. It's been a, a, a long road, but it's been a fun road. And it's definitely, you know, with me, with the marketing, I've always been passionate about marketing. I was VP of marketing and sales here for many years. And marketing director was my first job that I gave myself the title because my family never changed my title, but I've seen on the marketing. <laughs> And right. like my title was like outside sales coordinator. And I'm like, I'm not writing this on every single form. <laughs> we don't even have an right. outside sales team. We didn't have it. That didn't really take off. So. Well, you have to have a marketing mind <laughs> to market yourself. Yeah. And so some people don't. That's one of the hardest things sometimes is marketing yourself because you're, whether it's a company or whatever, but then it's time for a change for, you know, your role and you have to make that happen. And that's hard sometimes. Absolutely. It's definitely hard to brand yourself. and. But I mean, we do have a lot of easier ways. It's like, you know, it's easy. To, it's a lot easier to make a website nowadays. We can find a template and be able to put our resume out there. And business cards are pretty cheap to print off offline, you know, so. Right, right. Well, I always, having been on a, a client, you know, service provider, I'm always like, it's so much easier to talk about clients and to talk about other brands and talk about them than talk about yourself. So, right. you know, that's why we have to help each other that everybody, so you, your clients speak very well of you, and then that's your reward for treating them so well. So it all works out. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed this. I'm glad we got to talk about some stuff that's a little <laughs> off the beaten path of the truck beat, you know, and yet at the same time, we learned a little bit about the company as well. So thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was, a, it was a lot of fun. If you've enjoyed this episode of Brand Voice Runway, please leave a five-star review and subscribe to the podcast. The positive reinforcement keeps us going. Who am I kidding? Founders like us keep going regardless. Thanks so much for listening and make tomorrow greater than today.